0: What you're saying, you want to be with me, then be with me. Yeah. Like, I still love you. You're like, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. You, I'm here. Here's go. my heart. Yeah, here's yeah. my heart. You want to be with me? Like, let's do it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I know, we're back. We're back. Even well, I mean, you guys, you guys heard us last week. But That's true. We're back.
1: We haven't recorded in a while because of your surgery. Yes. By the way, I'm Jared.
0: I'm Leanna, and this is Hello and Goodbye. Yes. Welcome to the show, especially if you're new. <laughs> if you're not new, <laughs> less of a welcome to you. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're not new, you're not welcome.
0: No, actually, if you're not new, we love you more. Um, but yeah, no, I had I had major surgery. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about that in a bit, but um, I just want to kind of cue you guys on like what this episode is going to be about. Honestly, we were going to, we originally were going to air a, a guest interview, mm-hmm. and there was just so much that happened that I'm like, we cannot sit on this. Yeah, we have to talk about it. Like mm-hmm. so much that's happened. So anyway, after we talk about that, then we're also going to get into some of your guys' questions that you have asked us on Instagram. Which are really, really great questions. And actually, you don't even know what they no, are. No, I'm about. excited. Yeah, so we'll talk about those as well. So this will be kind of like just like a, you know, this conversations a, with Leanna and Jared. Is right? This is like one
1: of our old school episodes. This is an old, Going back I, to these the old like, school. These are like, honestly,
0: these are really my favorite. Me too. I just, you know, like, we other,
1: like it when it's about us. Exactly. <laughs> We don't like having to share with other people.
0: Well, it also makes my job a little easier in terms of editing and putting things together True. and like in marketing. I don't have to worry about like marketing for other people. It's just yeah, like, Hey, yeah, here we are. we are. Here's another episode. Here you go.
1: <laughs> Love it.
0: So anyway, um, okay. So we're going to start with housekeeping because you have no idea what I'm going to be saying right now.
1: Oh, I knew this was coming. I have a guest. Go ahead. You have a guest? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, should I say it? No. Okay.
0: Okay, so I have made a really big decision. Oh. I have decided that we are no longer not going to have sponsor ads on the show.
1: Wow, that was not my guess. My guess was gonna be we have a new sponsor.
0: Oh, no, it's totally opposite, opposite. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so I've been going back and forth thinking about why I wanna do this or not. Um and also how much I want to share with you guys, because I don't want to necessarily I don't think you need to know all of this, but essentially, um, Jared has put a lot of ideas into my head that I have hated for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And he's always ended up being right. Oh. And one of those things was why do we need sponsors? Mm -hmm. Um, the type of show that we're producing is a different type of show. It's really organic and vulnerable and genuine, and that you felt the Patreon would be a better way to go because then the community comes together as support and you're not having to push product on people.
1: Yeah, and it feels like less of a sort of like, we're trying to make this podcast a business and more like this podcast is a community and if people listen to it and get value from it and want to support this community and the show then like give what you can and even if it's like a little bit you know we we love that and we appreciate that right Mm -hmm. like you know and just kind of have it be yeah more of that kind of like relationship between us and the people who 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 listen to the show
0: yeah and and we talk about this We've talked about this in quite a few episodes, but the direction of the show has changed so much for Mm -hmm. what I had initially gone into it. And the initial direction of the show was to have the podcast be a business, um, sponsors, ads, merch, all of that. Which, like, and I get that, right,
1: because when you're starting this, like... You, we want it to be professional, and we want to like do a good job and be like the quote unquote like real yes. podcast, like the the big players and the you know right. whatever. Yeah, and
0: we may get to that point. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but if we do get to that point, I'd li- I want to get there a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right in that <sighs> listening to you try and do the ad for Tushy. <laughs>
1: Uh, was that just you were like forget it let's we're done here no
0: no i i'm i'm teasing but I, and the thing is is like we've actually had a lot of really funny things happen because of our sponsorship that's true really funny conversations and and these businesses are businesses that i want to keep supporting and who are sponsors for us and i will do that via our social media yeah Can so you- I'm not done yet.
1: Okay, Okay. I have a great analogy <laughs> okay. though, okay. When, whenever you're ready.
0: So you will still be able to purchase product um, to, to support our sponsors, to support us. The links will be on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, I am still going to advertise and do ads via social media. I think that's a little bit more organic for oh, how, yeah, that's cool. how it works yeah. for us. Um, but in terms of the show, you will no longer receive any sponsor uh, I kind of like that. Yeah, I like it too. I feel really, really, really good about the decision. Oh, that's so cool.
1: I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. However, <laughs> the Patreon is coming back. So by the time this episode comes back, the Patreon will be up. So we are going to talk about the Patreon, right? And yeah. so you could think of that as an ad, but it's, it's again, like Jared says, like I, I put money out every month and, and I think it would just be, great to have a way for this to continue to be sustainable and I don't even have to think about that. Yes. And we have enough listeners that who love us and support us and we love you guys and we love your support and we want to support you as well and let's all do that together and so the thing with the Patreon that the reason I cut it is because I tried to do so many things all at once so fast. Mm -hmm. I tried to do the sponsors and the Patreon and the YouTube channel and and all, and all of these things that I, and the merchandise, right. Mm-hmm. And all of these things that I just, I couldn't do on my own. And we didn't have enough of a base to build it on. And so now if all we have is the Patreon to try and keep the show going, right. Mm-hmm. That's the idea of the Patreon is it's a, if you're supporting a community, um, then this is how the Patreon's going to work. I have zero Expectation on myself of anything that's going to go up on the Patreon. It is simply a page that you mm-hmm. can click to be like, "Hey, I would like to donate three dollars a month." Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's only going to be one option, mm-hmm. and it's going to be three dollars. But I believe if you want to donate more, you can.
1: Yeah. So we're not going to do different tiers. We're not going to do different it's tiers. Just you know, so the the minimum is three bucks one cup of, one starbucks <laughs> yes cup of coffee right like you know and if you can spare that we love it yeah appreciate it yeah
0: so and if you want to donate more great um so that's going to be the only thing if our schedules lighten up and we have like an easy month or whatever maybe there will be a bonus episode
1: yeah like we'll want to do stuff and show appreciation Absolutely. but we we you know we're going to be able to do that when we can. and
0: Yes. Yeah. So if you have been listening to our show from the beginning, I, I just want to know if you're laughing right now over how spastic my decisions <laughs> have been. I, I feel like I've been a little all over the place, but I also will say that I feel the most at peace with this decision that I have the entire podcast
1: oh that's awesome that's so awesome
0: and you know we've got these new photos coming out and a new brand and a new look that's including you and it's like i just feel it's been a year right and it's taken me a year to really feel solidified in the direction of the show how i want it to look how i want it to run um how i want it to be paid for and everything so anyway thank you guys for hanging with us yes and we I, appreciate you so much.
1: Can I can I give you my analogy now? Yes,
0: give me your analogy.
1: Okay. So this is the analogy, this is what I like about the Patreon, right? It's like so I support a number of people on Patreon every month. Some I give five dollars a month to, some it's three dollars a month. I think there's one that's ten dollars a month or something like that. Right? And I feel good about that better than like one of my fam one of my favorite podcasts went over to like Luminary, which is like this, you know, like Business, It's a podcast network and you have to like pay them monthly and then Mm. get their app and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, it feels better to me to do Mm. that. And so the the analogy is we're not trying to like um, book the big like concert venue in town and sell expensive tickets to it. Our show is like we're doing a weekly show at a coffee shop and we like pass the hat around. Yeah. At the end of like, hey, if you like coming to this... And you want to keep it going, like whatever you can give, like we love it. You know, and or, it's more of that like yeah. small community sort yes. of. Yes,
0: or even like a like a house of blues kind of a feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it's still small. It's still a, it's a small feel, and um, and the prices are inexpensive, and you know, like. Because we want to feel appreciated for what we do as well, yeah. But we want to show appreciation to you guys and keep putting this out there.
1: And we don't want to stop anyone from coming, right? So, like, if you can't afford to give anything, then like support us in other ways, right? Rate and review, Absolutely, tell a friend, yes. all that stuff. Like, um, but yeah, if if you can give and support, we love it.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yay. Yay. Okay. okay. What's next? Rate and review. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but seriously, if you have 30 seconds, you haven't rated or reviewed, head over to Apple Podcasts. Do that for us. That is free. Um, grab your friend's phone if you don't have an iPhone. And um, yeah, just give us a faster Or rating.
1: do it on your iPhone and grab your friend's phone that too posted second review
0: every date ladies or men <laughs> if you go on a date and you're and you meet someone new you're like hey you should really listen to this podcast you're like
1: let me add it let to me yeah let me app. add it
0: and then you go and you're just like
1: just click yeah, the five totally stars.
0: we i i endorse that move yeah okay i think that's it for housekeeping great let's yeah. get into it okay we have a
1: lot of stuff to we get we have to. a
0: lot of stuff so let's talk about my surgery first because i think that's probably the most boring stuff to talk okay. about okay okay so I'm not gonna sit here for five minutes and tell you guys everything that happened, but um, essentially what they do is they go in the front of the neck and they go to the point where the disc is herniated and they remove the entire disc. They put in a fake disc, they surround it and fill it in with cadaver bone. Wow. And then they put a plate on that and screw it in to the front of my spine. So facing forward towards yeah um i was nervous going in but i was ready for it to happen i was told the recovery was much easier than shoulder res- recovery shoulder surgery recovery which was very painful um and i woke up and was in excruciating pain oh no and was crying and they came over they gave me a shot of Dimerol in my leg and made me take some norco and then i thought it was gonna throw up because i was in so much pain and it was just like this whole thing so i was there for about three hours and then the pain was like mildly under control and i went home and i just got in bed and i was essentially in bed for about three days um it the thing with a neck surgery or i'm sure back surgery as well is you have to rest but you're resting on the point of pain. Mm. So I had three pain points. I had the pain, the pain point of my incision. I had the pain point in the front of the spinal cord facing my my neck, and then I had the pain point in the back of my spinal cord where I was resting with this, you know, pretty heavy duty collar and just laying on the bed. Mm. Um, and you have to stay up on your medications every six hours. It's two. Um, Norco or whatever they give you. And then I, I supplemented with Tylenol in between. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was pretty crazy. Um, and-
1: Did the Norco fuck you up pretty good though? Did yes. it feel good?
0: It, oh yeah. Oh, the Norco is amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. I see why people get addicted to it because it's like you just, I still felt pain using the Norco until about day three, mm-hmm. day three or four. And then it would like take it away. And I would sleep like a baby. It was just like the amazing thing the most amazing thing um so i am also very good though about weaning off of that very quickly Mm -hmm. because it's not good for my body it messes with my stomach it messes with my digestive system Mm -hmm. so i actually um stopped taking my last norco i took was on thursday we're recording sunday and it's i am feeling pain i feel uncomfortable um It's, I don't have to wear my collar all the time. I'm not supposed to pick up more than five pounds. Like, it's pretty insane what is going to be following this six weeks. Um, And there have been a couple things that have happened that have happened reflex-wise that shouldn't have happened, but they happened. Oh. So I was sitting at my table, my dinner table with my family, and the dogs were barking, and I knew my dad would get upset. So I got up really quick. I didn't have my collar on. I ran to the door. Mm. And I was in a lot of pain the following day. Mm. So that was really frustrating. And then yesterday I was hanging out with my niece. She had an accident. She didn't get to her potty on time and she was crying. And I was like, hey, it's gonna be okay, it's okay. So I picked her up and put her into the bathtub so we could wash her off and I was trying to console Mm her. I didn't even realize until 10 minutes later that I had literally picked up my, I don't know how many pounds is she? 35, 30 30 pound niece. And so, you know, I did, I, obviously I'm okay, but the thing is, is I have to be as careful as possible to prevent future chronic pain. Yes. And I'm not really doing a great job of that. <laughs> so, I, you know, I started teaching piano um, by Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I had surgery Friday. I started teaching piano by Tuesday via virtual. I had four students. And then there were a couple days I had to cancel a couple. I needed to lay down, but I really, i didn't feel like i could afford the time to rest and my vocal cords were fine i could talk fine and that was kind of the thing that i was leery about of what would happen so i was like okay well i can talk fine so i can still work i can sit in a chair or sit in my bed and teach from my laptop um and now i'm just kind of wondering if i should have just forced myself to take the whole week off Mm. but it's okay so anyway that's a very very short summary of
1: on the road to feeling. recovery. On yeah. the road to recovery. Good for yeah. you.
0: Yeah. Thanks, friend.
1: Yeah. Okay, so what's next?
0: <laughs> um No, you go. You should go.
1: Okay, okay, I'll go. Yeah. So <clears throat> I turned forty since
0: Happy birthday to oh, you. Thank you. Happy birthday. You left
1: me a very nice message. It was so I sweet. did, I of
0: course, it. always.
1: Um and uh so i was supposed to i think when we last recorded i talked about this right i was supposed to take a trip with the person i was seeing Mm -hmm. i took the whole week off work for me to turn 40 which was really nice because work has been very stressful for me um and just difficult and so i was supposed to take i was going to go skiing with the person i was seeing and i ended up going skiing alone which actually was great
0: yeah i'm sure It actually sounds uh, there's nothing like traveling solo
1: yes it's it's very nice Yeah. so what happened was as i was the week prior to leaving is always super stressful mm-hmm. for me because you're trying to like tie up all these loose ends and not only am i working my full-time job but i'm teaching a college class at night as well so i'm like getting that tied up and everything like that and i was sort of stressed out and it's It was very upsetting for the person i was seeing when i would be kind of like preoccupied like Mm. if i would if we would be together and i i would have to be on my phone a little bit or i was just kind of like not as present because i was stressed from work or whatever so of course that happens and then she got upset and we were talking about it and um didn't really get to finish the conversation because she had to go to a work meeting and then later that afternoon I was going to volunteer for a couple days at the meditation center and when I'm there my phone is off all this stuff so I text her before I when I I get there and I'm about to like turn my phone off and I'm like hey I still want you to come on Monday you know I'm like uh, I'm not going to have my phone on but Also, I only want you to come if like you really want to be there, like Mm -hmm. if that's what's in your heart. Because when she kind of a pattern in our dating each other was that when she would get upset about something, she would immediately go to this place of like, I can't do this. Why are we doing, you know, like Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, And she would say things to me like, you know, like you don't care about me at all, like all this stuff. And so I said, you know, really only go if that's what's in your heart, if it will make your heart happy mm-hmm. <laughs> to take this trip and be with me and continue to like be together and whatever. And I said, please let me know by like noon on Sunday because that's around when I'll be leaving and turning my phone back on because I had to like go home, unpack, repack, like and then leave Monday morning. And so Sunday at two o'clock, I'm leaving the meditation center. I turn on my phone. Uh, No text, no call, no voicemail from her at all. So I call her, and she answers, and I'm like, Hey, so did you think about this? And she was like, Yeah, and I haven't been able to decide. And so in my mind, right, like, that's like, well, that's the answer. Mm -hmm. If you have three days, Mm -hmm. and you can't come up with like, Yes, actually, I would like to go with you, I care about you, I wanna work on this relationship or whatever, right? Like wouldn't wouldn't she think?
0: Do you think that she was wanting you to beg her to come? Like she was wanting you to like, be like, I am so sorry. Like I should have put you at a first priority. Like I really, really want you to be there. Please come with me. I mean, I think possibly and I- Because just coming from an anxious attachment style myself, that I can see how maybe that's what she was waiting Maybe that's why she didn't reach out to you. She wanted you to be the one to, like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, want to put words right. in her mouth. No, yeah, no. You might be right. And that's something that I, like,
1: have... So, overall... So, we're we're not together. Um, overall, I feel like it was a good decision. But, actually, one of the things that I do, like, look back and, like, wonder about... And I'm, like... It's really hard. Because even though, like, I feel like this is the right decision, I'm still sad. Mm-hmm. Like and she said a lot of things in this process that were that hurt me Mm -hmm. um and because they're like things that I've heard from people before and I'm just like and like I think I was myself and caring and honest and patient and stuff but it it you know it just brings up all those mm-hmm. you know like all the every time a relationship ends don't, don't you feel like everyone has those fears and those shitty thoughts that are like what's wrong with me mm-hmm. like why couldn't i make this work like blah 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 so and so one of the things that i've thought about in, in those ways is like when she would do all this like you don't care about me like blah 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 i was pretty good at like not taking the bait and like fighting with her you know Mm -hmm. and being like you know how could you say you know like not like getting Mm -hmm. defensive and not kind of saying mean things to her Mm -hmm. because that's like a mean thing to say to somebody
0: yes well it's very it's protest behavior yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and so but i wasn't like i wasn't like able to have that stuff just totally bounce off me and be like respond by being like super affectionate and mm-hmm. reassuring. Sure. Of which I think is like what. So that's the only thing I'm like, "Oh, should I like should I have done that?" Like I I don't know. But But so so you you might be right when you ask like was she wanting, but to me I'm like I don't I don't know. It's important to me that like Relationship I'm in, like, we're both like, hey, like, I choose to be with you, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, and that I'm not like kind of convincing someone or like, because I I think I spent a long time in my early relationships like being this person that like people would love and adore, and it's like important to me to like not do that Mm. and be like, I actually want to be myself. And I want you to be yourself. And if myself is someone who you like, then great. Mm-hmm. You know, and if not, then like, let me know that. And that's cool, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so anyway, so here's what happened. So so I call. She's like, I can't decide. We talk for a long time. And she eventually goes, actually, you know what? I would like to go. And because she said, like, you know, I'd I like spending time with you and I don't want you to be alone on your birthday. And I was like, I'm totally not afraid of being alone on my birthday. Just so you know, like, again, like, I, you know, so then I'm, I get home, I'm unpacking, I'm repacking, I'm preparing all, you know, I bought all this food to bring with us because it's COVID times. And it's not like there's a bunch of restaurants where we were going anyway. And I'm getting all that stuff ready. So I call her back later that night and I'm like, hey, I just want to like talk through some things. And I'm like, what, like, what is this to you? And she goes, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, I, I, I want you to go because I care about you and because I'm, like, to me, this is like, we're building a relationship. We're building for a future together. Mm-hmm. And I am a... You know, I'm not interested in dating right now just to, like, sort of pass the time, mm-hmm. right? Like, because I'm bored or whatever. And I'm like, so, like, where are you? Like, are we on the same page? And it's okay if you're not, but I would like to know or whatever. And she said, you know, I... She said things like, um, I, I don't know if I'm just too hurt from my past relationship or it's too soon or whatever, but she she basically said, like, I'm not where you are Mm -hmm. you know and I said well okay then I don't think that we should take this trip together then
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know and she said okay and then we you know said some nice things to each other and said goodbye and then the next day Monday is when I'm driving up to Utah and she starts like lighting me up with all these texts of like I can't believe you just left me here like Um, you know, I worked all weekend, you know, to be able to go with you, like, blah, blah, blah. And like, um, like, how could you do this to me? And like, uh, you know, like, of course I want to be with you. And I, am you know, of course I want all that stuff too. I just felt like you didn't really care. And this shows that you never really did. Like, Mm -hmm. All these things. Uh, she was like angry.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I was trying to be like, I'm hurt too. Like, you know, like, it's so funny. Like, this is like, uh, I've had a couple times in my life where something has ended where both people felt like they're the rejected one.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think this is that. Because well, I'm going I,
0: like, I mean, I to tell you exactly what happened here in a second. Okay. Yeah. Because
1: I'm like, over the course of our relationship, you tried to break up with me like eight times. <laughs> And I finally like sort of gave in, you know, and it like it's and it's and I I should be sort of Zen enough or something to not have this matter to me. But it does matter to me that like it it bothers me that I feel like in her mind, like I am like a villain and like this monster Mm -hmm. who like, you know, whatever. And that's upsetting to me. God,
0: I have so many things to say. (laughs) Okay, good. Okay, so one, this whole thing, Jared, is not about you. Her reaction, mm. it is not about you. Yeah. It is all about that other relationship. Yeah. And, you know, you working on becoming a secure version of yourself, meaning you're not overly putting yourself out there to have to, like, give up things like your meditation res- re- retreats or to be able to immediately be affectionate after someone hurts you too. Like those things you're being, um, you're owning them of that's who you are. And you now need to meet someone who's secure, who can meet you there. Mm. You knew from the beginning going into this, that she was extremely anxious in her mm-hmm. attachment style, yeah, because that's, that's how the relationship started with that one text. Yeah, And we talked about that, about that text was a very anxious, avoided, or a very anxious text. and. Because the text was, she initially set the entire relationship up because she said, I'm afraid you're too avoidant for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, you have a podcast and you date a lot of people, right? She went
0: into this relationship with that fear and that belief going into it. And then what she did, because she's been so hurt and so traumatized from past relationships is she made that come true for herself. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're listening, by the way, I am saying this with the deepest amount of empathy and compassion for you because I have literally done the same thing so many times. Yeah. Okay. And 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 I'm not saying Jared is not to blame here. (laughs) Okay. I know Jared has many many faults. Mm -hmm. Um. But the whole the whole you never cared about me. I've pulled that shit before. Mm -hmm. Because what she. Again, what I think she wanted was for you to fight for her to mm-hmm. come on that trip. Yeah. And when you finally realized, you know what? like she just told me like her saying, her saying, I don't know if I'm in the same place, blah blah, blah is what she wanted from you is like, I'm here. I'll wait for you. Mm-hmm. I will get through we'll get through this together whenever you're ready. I am by your side 100%. I will be here for you until you figure this out. Yeah. That's what she wanted. Yeah. And maybe she will meet someone who can do that for her. Yeah. But you're at the point in your life where you're you're working against that. Not get yeah. it you know, to a point of like you're working
1: against like the constant like people pleasing and like oh always figuring out what this person needs and just doing it whether or not it's authentic to me right that's what i'm trying to fight against so
0: that contrasted what she was needing yeah and then she lashed out against you because she was hurt yeah because she needed you she needed to be able to push you away and you still fight for her because then to her then she felt validated in her love Mm. And, and again, I can say that because I'm also anxious avoidant and I actually, actually just recently sent a text to my ex that said, you don't care about me anymore. Or you never cared about me or something like that. So, um, <laughs> Are we going to hear about that? We're going to hear about that. Yeah. Okay, great. So, so it's just interesting because. It's just interesting because I have both done this and had partners do this to me of that whole thing where they like break up with you and they're like, I don't know if I wanna be with you or like my ex relationship. I don't I don't really remember how many details I've given because I've really, he's such an amazing person. I don't want him to paint a bad picture of him. Yeah. And I don't think you're painting a bad picture yeah, of I'm her either. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that yeah. either. She's
1: no. a lovely human being. Yeah, both, yeah.
0: everybody, all, all the, Jared and I do not date ridiculous people. We date amazing people because we're amazing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, thank you. You too. (laughs) Um, But he would say things like, I don't know if I love you anymore after we would fight. Mm. Um. that still really hurts today to say that, Mm. you know, to have a partner that you love so deeply say to you after you fight and after you kind of show the worst of who you are and the worst of who they are and say i don't know if i love you anymore yeah you know so and he would say things like that or say i don't know if i want to be with you or all these things to push 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 me away and retreat from intimacy and when i finally made the decision to say I need to be with someone who wants to be with me. What am I doing? Who can look at me and say, I fucking wanna be with you. Mm -hmm. I 100% know I love you. When I made that decision and had him take me home, then the words that were given to me were, well, you made your choice. Mm. So all this to say, we say a lot of fucked up shit when we're hurt. Yeah. And when I, we're
1: flooded, like Dr. Flooded. Lauren was saying, yeah, yeah,
0: when we're flooded, and none of that was about you.
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting. I mean, because I think I hearing you say that, you know, like in those in those moments where I've been sort of like second guessing myself and being like, well, maybe I should have been more reassuring, but it's like I was hurt and feeling very vulnerable in those moments too. Yeah, where's your
0: reassurance?
1: Yeah, you know, and like, and and it's yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like, I guess, and that's the sort of secure ideal to me is like that, even when it's like, hey, this is really hard, and I'm, you know, and maybe even like, I'm really not happy with you right now. Like, (laughs) I'm really angry and hurt right now, but. I'm, I'm still here to, like, work on this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even to be able to say, like, hey, even to be able to say something like, I don't want to be around you for a little while, mm-hmm. but I, I will be back. Like, I mm-hmm. just, like, let me process
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I care about you and I want to work on You know, and it's, like, two mm-hmm. people making a choice to sort of build a relationship even when it gets hard, mm-hmm. you know? And rather than when it gets hard, one of those people you know like me I used to just drop off the radar
2: Mm -hmm.
1: like and I would be like no 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 I'm cool I'm cool but like just you Mm -hmm. know and and so I'm I feel like I'm not doing that like every time I sort of caught myself even in the very beginning stages of like starting to do that like I would go to her you Mm -hmm. know um but can I get like vulnerable and say like the things that she said that I've heard before that are sticking with me of course okay so the um uh, kind of you You like this proves that you never cared about me. Mm-hmm. Like that one is hard because I've heard that before like when when I've ended relationships. And, and you know this about me like when I end the relationship I'm not like immediately devastated. Mm-hmm. It's like three weeks later I'm like just depressed.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is very typical of avoidant attachment style.
1: Yeah. And um, and I've had, like, people in my past say, like, a, an ex that I was with for a while said to me, she was like, you know, like, I never even had a chance. Mm. Like, to, you know? And it's like, and it's like this idea that because I'm not, like, screaming and crying and, like, gnashing my teeth or whatever, that I don't care, you know? Mm. like And I'm like, I... I I am like connected and attached like I am never like duplicitous about you know what I'm saying like I'm like as I'm, I'm not like holding back and like sort of intentionally having like one foot out the door like oh like I don't really care I could take it or leave it like I'm always like in it when I'm in it I'm in it and it but then it brings up all these, like, fears and insecurities in me of, like, well, is is there something just wrong with me that I don't get attached in the way, like, that I'm being accused of, like, being, um, like, aloof and uncaring or whatever? So that's one. Another one that she said that uh, is, like, a insecurity I have is, like... Um, she said, I don't feel desired by you. Mm. And that's one that I've heard before, too. Mm. And re—and this is like a really interesting... I feel like we were talking about this a little bit with... I can't remember if it's on the interview that's going to air later or if it was with Dr. Lauren. I think it was with Dr. Lauren. Like the idea that... Um, I think a lot of women are used to a lot of guys just being like like just trying to get on them all the time you know Mm -hmm. and like I think that's like A like when you're like a younger guy you know like I'm 40 now uh, (laughs) you know like that's a little more prevalent but also like I don't think I was ever like that I think intimacy to me has always been like emotional like I need to I, I the relationships I've had where the intimacy's been really good it's like both people are responsible for like kind of adding adding kindling to the fire mm-hmm. you know like by like being flirty with each other both people can like sort of call each other back into the moment you know and like kind of like open up those little ways of connection you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: like just like the extra long hug they're like looking in each other's eyes like they're like giving a kiss that's mm-hmm. like a real kiss not like a you know and mm-hmm. just like or just holding hands or just like where are you at like kind of bringing and and I appreciate that like partners that can sort of bring me out of my head into the present moment with them and and I appreciate doing that for my partners mm-hmm. too right but if I think I sort of need that in a partner I'm not just going to be like you know trying to like hump my partner all the time mm-hmm. like but it does and the like I don't feel desired by you piece I think that's a particular insecurity because there's a lot of like masculinity mm-hmm. shit tied up in that mm-hmm. of like oh am I like inadequate as a man that I don't have like enough like libido to be constantly I, I don't know I don't mm-hmm. know so that one is like sticking mm-hmm. is like
0: fucking with me too mm-hmm. you know well what are the what are the beliefs about yourself that are opposite of those beliefs that she believe that she said you are what do you know to be true
1: yeah i appreciate that um and i was sort of like working through some of this on my own like during the trip which by the way was great like i had a lovely time i like meditated for an hour every morning i skied it was wonderful. Um, I mean, I think I do know and feel grounded now in the fact that I am a sort of, like, caring, loving human being, like, capable of of healthy attachment, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I think that, like, I have... And and I think the other one is, like, that, yeah, I, I have had, like relationships where the intimacy was like really great mm-hmm. you know and because this sort of intimacy was a kind of like equal sort of like like both people had like equal sort of agency in that too right and like both you know like and the relationships I've I've had where that went well like both people were able to be like, Hey, like, this is what I like. Mm -hmm. And like, but, and also like, what do you like? So Mm -hmm. I can do that for you. And And you
0: talked about that. That wasn't super present in this relationship, right?
1: No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, You know, I think, I think that you're just, you just haven't met the right person yet. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of right people that you can meet and you just Mm -hmm. haven't met someone yet. That's going to meet you where you are. Yeah, and I you
1: know what I, I do feel like in my last couple relationships I feel like I've showed up secure mm-hmm. and I feel really good about that. Mm-hmm. You know? And like I
0: feel like you have too. Oh thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: And and I feel like um Yeah, and this one is like and also I know that I'm like a caring human being who does get attached to people because like I'm sad. This mm-hmm. is hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I don't feel great. Mm-hmm. I'm not like oh whatever. On to the next one. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I don't feel like that. Like I'm hurting. Yes. You know. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And I, it's just it's so interesting. There's actually a lot of parallels to this relationship for you and my last relationship. Yeah. A lot of parallels. I
1: want to hear about those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I said to my partner um, a few times that I, f- I didn't feel desired mm-hmm. um, because he was similar. But with him, I felt like he, as the relationship progressed and we started fighting more, he his avoidant attachment style kicked in and he withheld it t- intimacy from me. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit different because I am very nurturing and lovey-dovey and always rubbing someone's back or, you know, not someone's, but like my
1: partner's. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever's around.
0: And eye contact and deep conversation and long kisses and snuggles. And I'm very, very intimate Mm -hmm. in other ways other than just penetration. Mm -hmm. Um, And in that relationship, the, the sex initiation rate was probably 70 30 70 for me um and you know i would just be like listen like i was in a marriage where i was not i didn't feel like my partner really embraced my sexuality um and i would share stories like i got him (laughs) got some boudoir shots done and the first thing he asked me when i gave him the book was like who did these Mm. looked through it for like two seconds and then put it away Mm. and you know it's it was the same sex all the time i didn't orgasm for four years into the marriage and it was because my friend sent me a vibrator like all these things that made me feel less of a woman
1: well and it's interesting because it's almost like you know like in some of the episodes where you shared that a really painful limiting belief that you had of yourself for a long time and still have in some ways is that you're too much.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: almost like all of those reactions are like your sort of sexuality mm-hmm. and like your femininity and you owning that and being forward with that was like too much for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then what's funny though is when I, then that when I got divorced then it was kind of the opposite where I felt like I was just being used for sex mm-hmm. and I didn't want that either. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that I found myself in a relationship with someone who picked, was very similar in terms of the sexual nature of things, that he just wasn't as sexual as mm-hmm. I was. But I think a lot of it had to do with his own intimacy stuff. Um, and so we had those conversations a lot. And he was actually really, really good at at being like, I love you. I'm uh, very attracted to you. I'm just not really in the mood right now. Can yeah. we you know, do something later or whatever? Um, but one of the, gosh, I don't even remember. I don't, I'm so sorry, you guys, if I'm repeating myself, because I don't remember if I said this, but the last day that we, the last weekend we spent together right before it was like final, final, like officially over, um, we had tried things again and this was the last weekend. The reason that the weekend came to an end is because, um, I was wanting to have sex and... I, we had talked about that happening this weekend because we had spent some time, had a really great time, and I was so excited to have the whole weekend together, and it felt like we were going like, to be together again, and I said, you know, I really want to be with you tonight, and his reaction was that, was, um, well, we'll see how tomorrow goes. <laughs> so
1: that- I'm sure he like didn't mean it to come off like that but yeah
0: the way he said it was yeah the way that it came off I mean anybody listening to that comment is just like what yeah but in his defense really what he meant and what he just couldn't verbalize is that he was scared
1: Yeah, like he's like, I have to feel cause like to be intimate with somebody, and this is something that I think most people understand so intuitively. I just had to take my
0: neck collar off. That's
1: okay. It's something that people understand so intuitively when you think about the woman who needs this. And it's a little harder for people to get there when you think about the man needing this, but intimacy is vulnerable. You have to like sort of you have to take off your clothes and you have to sort of take Mm -hmm. off your emotional You have to take your emotional walls down. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And, and both people have to feel really safe emotionally Mm -hmm. in order to do that. Mm -hmm. And
0: And to me, he didn't feel safe.
1: Yeah. That's what he was saying was like, if I, I like, I can't be intimate with you if I don't feel safe and secure. And like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, and it came out later after, you know, with some yelling and stuff that he, he basically, he was like, if we have sex, I I will, it will hurt so much more if things end again. Mm. And that's where the place where he was coming from. But for me, I'm like, I love you. I want to feel this intimacy and intimate sex was where I felt really intimate with him. So by me then being vulnerable, being like, Hey, I really want to be with you. And him being like, we'll see how tomorrow goes Mm -hmm. to me was like, a the biggest like, like blow that yeah. I could hear because it brought up all of my not being desired issues, almost like I had to be on good behavior.
1: Yeah. It almost sounds like that. Yeah. For you sure, know?
0: For um, sure. And then that I wasn't accepted for just who I was and I wasn't bringing enough to the table. And what if we did fight tomorrow? the it- are you, is he's not gonna have sex with me unless we never fight again? Like, what did that mean? Like, it just, it brought up so much anxiety for me that it was just the end of the end.
1: Yeah, well, and, and I think what's hard too is like, because what you're saying is not like, I need you to do this service for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, But you're saying like, I wanna feel close to you. Yes. In this way, right? right? And yeah, and I think this is what's hard. And something I wanna say to like everyone out there, it are like so much of like the bullshit gender roles like this is a huge one that I think is so damaging to so many relationships there are plenty of men like so 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 the, the gender role stereotype bullshit is that um, men are horny all the time mm-hmm. and they just need to like look at a woman or someone just needs to walk in the room with a vagina and they're good to go and that women right and like you hear this all the time right women need to feel sort of safe and connected and whether or not they're open to intimacy it's like they're a slower sort of build
2: Mm -hmm. towards
1: arousal and it's so much more emotional and blah 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 well it's bullshit that like all men are like that one way and all women are like that other way like Mm -hmm. there are women you know everyone there's different people can be on different parts of that spectrum and i think particularly For, I think, for men that are more emotionally attuned and sensitive Mm -hmm. and, like, those kinds of things, like, one of the really nice things is, like, we, like, men, and I'm one of those men I identify that way, is, like, I I think that actually makes me a great lover in so many ways because I'm attentive to, you know, and, like, (laughs) this is something that women complain about with, like, your typical guy of, like, Mm -hmm. well, he's just going to, like
0: gonna jackhammer me and she's gonna jackhammer
1: and like have no awareness of whether i'm liking this or not (laughs)
0: oh it's happening it's (laughs) happening
1: are you even there yeah right (laughs) exactly and and so like there's there's pros and cons to both but i think like you know so many women like want to be with a man that is sort of sensitive and understanding well some of this comes along with that right and like um well and I
0: would I would so much rather and this is part of something that I just need to work on is I would so much rather be with a sensitive understanding man and so if that means that he's not going to want to jump me all the time then that's something that I'm going to have to rewire my belief because my belief is unless he's all over me all the time he doesn't want me yeah because that's the belief that I have myself that I've been that has been instilled with me from my um emotionally abusive marriage. Yeah. So, um, so anyway.
1: Well, and so this is what's interesting too. Part of with the person I just sort of ended things with, we she said things to me like numerous times of like, well, I think men, you know, just want sex more than women, and sometimes it's like, too much and like really so she was giving me a lot of these like don't push me Mm mhm Sort of things. Like, don't try to be all up on me all the time because I don't like that.
0: Yeah, and I understand that because I'm the same way.
1: <laughs> but then also saying to me, like, I feel like it's like I'm like it. men like,
0: sexualize me all the time. But see, it's different for me. So that is then different in a relationship. Yeah. So it's it's different for me. Like this guy that's like pulling my head back or whatever. Like that's inappropriate. Yeah. Then I don't want that. But like, and if I'm in a relationship and there's love there then yeah, like there could be a little bit of that or there can be just, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna share a fantasy that I have. I, I don't think I've ever gotten this. About, <laughs> okay. But like, I just love the idea of just like being in the kitchen, not cooking, mm-hmm. but like just doing something and just totally like spacing out or whatever. And I'm just like, just comes up behind me, just picks me up, turns me around, puts me on the counter and just mm-hmm. takes me. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing hotter than that, okay? Yeah. But is that what I want all the time? No. Right? I want Yeah, the- because sometimes
1: it'll be like, I'm in the middle of something. Get off <laughs> yeah, right? What are you doing? Yeah.
0: I don't want the guy that's coming around and like fake humping my leg. <laughs> which I had one time and I and I um got mad at him for that and then he was all like hurt or whatever. But so I would prefer that versus the the jackhammer guy. Yeah. So I don't know. I just
1: <sighs> Well and I think and I think if for, for I would say for If anyone is in a relationship with a man that is more of this sort of, like, sensitive type, I think for me what I can say that I really love and appreciate is actually when my partner reaches out and connects to me, like, builds that emotional kind of warm and fuzzy safe place Mm -hmm. and that kind of connection, like that's the first step sure right like yeah before you like you know grab my dick or something like that right like yeah like just like hey like 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 where are you like are you like like you mm-hmm. seem stressed like like what could we do so that you could just like relax and mm. like, enjoy this time together and whatever mm. you know like because then i'm like oh she sees me mm. you know she like sees where i am and she's saying like yeah like and and like but it's not demanding it's not like how come you're not present with me you know it's not a demanding thing it's just like hey like i see that something's up with you and like Mm -hmm. why don't you come join me in 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 this moment in a nice way or whatever and then i can go like like Mm. and and then like when those walls come down then i'm like oh i've i this beautiful woman's next to me and
0: now you can grab my dick
1: yeah exactly right (laughs) yeah
0: no i actually that's so funny because my ex and i had like almost to the t the same conversation because i used to do that all the time it just would grab his (laughs) because i i just like like how hard it would get like with just me you know just and and so it was in to me it was more just playful like yeah, I wasn't expecting I'm I wasn't expecting like sex right then but I you know yeah. but so, but it came up though that um, he felt like I didn't want enough foreplay. Mm. like I just wanted to go right into it and I didn't like it, I which, don't think which, he yeah. felt seen yeah 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 i i and so and and,
1: and i also relate to that and i think i've shared this on the show because for me like right with women that are just like yeah hurry up and get inside me like that stirs up a lot Mm. of performance anxiety stuff for Mm -hmm. me because like you know it's like oh because then if i'm not like rock hard and ready to go when my partner's saying this to me then i'm like letting her down and that's going to be a whole Mm. thing and it's going to be you don't desire me and like Mm. blah 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 right and it just it feels like pressure Mm. sometimes but i don't know
0: we got so off topic
1: i know this is good
0: i know it's amazing this is amazing stuff um well okay let's just summarize this and so so first of all how are you feeling
1: oh thank you um you know like i said i'm sad i'm hurting but you know i'm doing okay
0: yeah you really you really like cared about her
1: yeah, yeah i felt i felt very strongly for her yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah but yeah i'm doing okay so okay. anyways and i'm 40 now yeah Yeah, but i got to ski fresh powder for the first time which was really fun and mm. i like skiing and like especially now that i'm not drinking it's like nice to do something healthy that's also fun so have cool. i told
0: you why i don't ski
1: because you'll hurt yourself no well
0: <laughs> Well, that would be the current situation. (laughs) Yeah, I turned on an invitation yesterday. (laughs) Um, No, I went skiing one time when I was in seventh grade and got so sunburned on my chin. So we put sunscreen everywhere else except for my chin. And so I'm looking down, right? So not only am I getting sunburn from the sun, but I'm getting sunburn from the bounce of the snow. It bounces off the snow, And my chin got so sunburned that it scabbed over like I, it blistered and I just had a massive scab for weeks and Whoa. I got made fun of and I will never ski again well okay <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about what so I was at my ex's house last night
1: yeah that's crazy I need that up
0: there. yeah so I I mean, it's not crazy.
1: It's just surprising. So
0: I have been having a really, 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 really hard time moving on. Every time I talk about the breakup, every time I think about the breakup, I was crying. I spend like, there's like three nights a week where I'm up crying in the middle of the night. Um, And I just kept reaching out to him and Mm -hmm. just was like, I can't, I'm not moving on. Are you? Because I... I can't seem to move on from you. Um, How are you feeling? How are you doing? How do you feel about us? Do you want to talk? Like, is this something that is, we've had enough time now in between? It's been two months. Like, is this something that maybe we can talk about? And um, his response to every time I reached out, which there were about three or four, was, I miss you. I do want to be with you. Really? Uh uh-huh. huh. But n- it's not the right time. Huh. Um, it's nothing's gonna change. We tried it. So, but to hear those words, I still, I do want to be with you. Yeah. I don't know if I love you. I do miss you. It, it's, it's like pulled no wonder you can't along. move on. Yeah, 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 It pulled me along, and yeah. so it got to the point where i was like w- what you're saying you want to be with me then be with me yeah like i still love you you're like i'm here i'm, I'm here i'm here's my go. heart yeah, here's yeah. my heart you want to be with me like let's do it let's figure it out like we're fucking adults we can do it and um he just wouldn't mm. and um so i asked him last week i said i need i need you to let me go then
2: mm.
0: like don't tell me and he's like well do you want me to lie and i'm like well no but even you saying that makes it worse yeah. because then it yeah. re- it makes it seem how much you really believe these words that you're telling me yep. and yet you don't want to be with me yep. and it's like it was just so 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 painful and um so then my best friend michelle she's like liana you fucking move on on your own you don't need him to let you go. You make that decision, and I'm like, I know, I know, I know. Good job, Michelle. I know. <laughs> and so I spent um, two hours crying on Friday night, um, writing him a letter, letting out shit, saying things that he did that hurt me, and things that I loved about him, and just just releasing. And letting I have go.
1: so many letters in like my drafts folder yes. of my Gmail. I know <laughs> to like. <laughs> X's and whatever. It's, it's
0: such yeah. a powerful tool. It Everyone is. should do it. Most
1: of them I have never said. Oh,
0: no, I would never. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, this is where you just, you pour your heart out. You don't want them to read this. Because yeah. you're hurting. You don't want them to read the words that you're saying when you're hurting. Yes. So, but it helped me really um, put to thought some things that I had been feeling. And Well, my family had a garage sale this week. Um oh. And I had recently done some reorganization and I found a sweatshirt of his. Mm. And it was the last thing that I had of his. And I asked him, um, do you, do you want this? I can return it to you or do you want me to sell it? Mm -hmm. And he was like, do what, I mean, do what you want. But like. Why
1: would you say that?
0: I'm not just gonna pick s- one. I'm like- not gonna sell his navy sweatshirt at a garage yeah. sale. Yeah. That, that's a really important thing that he gave to me.
2: Yeah.
0: And so I was like, I'm gonna I'm just gonna return it to you. Yeah. I'm just gonna bring it to you. And yeah. you know, I can talk, we can see each other, we don't have to. If you want, I can drop it off your porch, but I don't feel comfortable. I it's too too painful for me to keep it and um and I'm not just gonna give it away. Mm-hmm. So, I drove when I shouldn't have, probably, and I just, I don't know, like, I was, the whole way I was thinking, do I want to go upstairs and talk? Do I not? Because he had already told me he had nothing he needed to say. Yeah. And so, I knew it would just be me just begging for him to take my mm. heart. Um, and so, I finally got there, and... I opened the door and oh, he's so handsome. He's makes, he's, he's, he's so extremely handsome. He's so handsome. <laughs> oh, he's so hot and tall and muscly and um I just wanted him to like just grab me and hug me and kiss me. And anyway, he was like, Do you wanna like talk? And I was he I was like, I don't know. I was like, I've been like thinking about this the whole way. I don't know what I want to do. And but I knew if I just turned around I wouldn't feel settled.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: So I went upstairs and um I cried and they said, I miss you. I said, I still love you. Um I don't understand why you don't want to be with me. Like mm. or why you're saying you want to be with me, but and I'm offering you my heart and you're saying no. Mm. It doesn't make sense to me and um he he he's just he's very analytical and I think that he's looking at this in a um a numbers way. Mm-hmm. Like we tried it, didn't work, we tried it again, didn't work. Why would we try it again?
1: Yeah, and he's like I He doesn't feel like he Is different or would be different, and he doesn't trust that you. He doesn't. He
0: thinks he has it already in his mind of everything that I would come back to it, not being able to give up. And one of the things is he's right on: is it would be hard for me to come back, knowing that I was the one that fought. Mm. I was the one that reached out, reached out, and reached out, and made the the pattern.
1: Right? right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and he's right, but also, but also I told him, well, then just choose to fight for me right now. Yeah. Just change, do it. Well, and I
1: think that like in any healthy relationship, like both people need to take turns. Like I'll be the strong one. Like I'll believe in us. Like Mm -hmm. I will, I'll be here for you. And even when you're not at your best, right? Because there's gonna time there's gonna be a time where you have to do that for me, right? And if that's not shared, mm-hmm. then how does it ever work? you know?
0: Yeah, so I just I was like don't don't put me in don't put me in a box of things that I'm gonna come and I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do that because I did that once. and I was just like, just show up fight Mm -hmm. we can talk about it we'll try and have more civil conversations um you know something that he said to me that was i really appreciated is he brought something up that i did that really hurt him Mm. that i didn't know Mm. um and it was the first time that he had vocalized it to me and it was basically i had questioned his personal growth Mm. um and i questioned it once towards the beginning and then it kept coming up like i kept being like well you know, have you seen a therapist? Stuff like that. What personal growth means to me is I wanted that for him. Yeah. And I had actually been thinking about that because of some things that Dr. Morgan had been talking about. And he is a hundred percent right. Like I wanted him to have the same growth that I had. So we could have that together. And I didn't have to worry about him getting there Mm -hmm. that, you know, it, like in terms of i wanted him to be aware of his attachment style and how that was showing up for him in the relationship and i wanted him to like want to talk about his past and all of his trauma and like work through that and grow through that because the more he did that then the less likely i was going to get hurt Mm -hmm. so but i pushed it on him and it made him feel horrible Mm -hmm. and he felt it made him i i think he just really became quite resentful and Um, and I told him, you know, I said, I think that you withheld intimacy from me as the relationship progressed. And so, I mean, it was by the end of the conversation, um, I felt like it was genuine. I felt I could tell he cared about me. I could tell he listened to me. He felt heard. And um, and then we hugged and I left. Mm. And then I texted him this morning and I was like, has anything changed? <laughs> like, did any of that? Like, and he was like, no. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's, I, I can't. I cannot keep putting myself out there Time like to
1: that. implement the Michelle protocol. Time to
0: implement the Michelle protocol, which I am doing because I have a, a date tonight.
1: Hey, good for you. Yeah. That's so exciting. I
0: know. And I know that's like such a a rough switch. Do you want to go backwards for a second?
1: Just real quick, because I think what you said is so profound about the, that we want our partners to have done the work that we've done and be doing the work in the way that we're doing it. And there's a really fine line there because it's so healthy and important to like, want our partners to be healthy mm-hmm. and happy mm-hmm. and 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 some of it's selfish right like we hey could you not like take your shit out on me that mm-hmm. i don't really deserve um but there's a fine line between that which i think all of that is fair and good and like hey can you be me like mm-hmm. i want you to turn into me like i want you to 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 read all the books that I've read and do it in the way that I do it and blah, blah, blah. And I've so been guilty mm-hmm. of that. I'm like, oh, well, you just need blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know? no,
0: I didn't give him enough space to just be who he was yeah. and show up as he was. And um, I am guilty of that in more than just that relationship. Mm. So it, it was, I'm really, really glad that he mentioned that. Um,
1: well, and it's hard. I mean, it's, it's like, to me, it's no different than if like one partner loved working out. Mm-hmm. and the other didn't right you can't be like come on come to the gym with me like blah 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 like that it just feels like pressure mm-hmm. and it's going to actually like make the person retreat from that more
2: mm-hmm.
1: right um and so yeah there's like a gentle like well, i just want you to be healthy and happy and like mm-hmm. but do it in the way that works for you like mm-hmm. you don't have to do what i do or whatever that's so interesting yeah. i'm never really thought about that well
0: and it's hard too because it's like what he told me last night I wish he had told me a month into our relationship.
1: He's such a pleaser and then a resenter after the fact. Yes. And I I, I know that because I battled that still.
0: And so so because of that, though, it was it sabotaged our relationship. It wasn't the only thing. I sabotaged our relationship plenty. But what I'm saying is that is work that he does need to do on himself Mm -hmm. is why is he showing up? pleasing other people and then resenting them and ultimately pushing them away and then saying things like, well, you made your choice.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. And I say that all with a lot of humility of I'm like, I need to change you so that I'm not going to get hurt. And I'm going to, you know, you're you never cared about me, even though like I like love you deeply and like I just lost you. And, you know, like I have all my own shit.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And I just so wanted us to work. Yeah. And that was really where it was coming from mm-hmm. is I just wanted to be with him. Yeah. And so the more the more in my mind the more he did to work on those things that I knew were issues that were going to come up in the relationship which were my own issues of me <laughs> wanting to work on him. Yeah. Um the you know Like, maybe the relationship would make it. That's what I told myself. That was going to make you feel less anxious. That was going to make me feel less anxious. Exactly. And that's what I told him. I said, all of that, honestly, was just my own insecurity. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because that's stuff that I am trying to work on, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Okay. So you said that there's four four different stories with gas that you're going to talk about. So is that one down? Got That's a one, one down. down. Okay. Uh,
0: the other one is I have a FaceTime date tonight. Um, so this guy I've been talking with since yesterday. Um, so kind of during this whole thing with my ex and whether there's any chemistry or not, The amount of gratitude that I have for this person in the type of conversation that we've had. Really? In when he's come along has helped me so much from just being in my bed crying all day.
1: Yes. I had a relationship like that that I'm still so grateful for because I don't like if it hadn't have come along, like, I don't know if I would have been okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like it was I so desperately needed something to turn
0: my energy to. Mm Yeah. 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 He's, um, so I have no idea if there's chemistry and I don't really even like talking about stuff like that at this Mm -hmm. point, but um, we matched on Bumble. I was feeling really down all week because I had downloaded Bumble, I had downloaded Hinge. I have had the least amount of engagement on these apps that I've ever had in my entire life. Mm -hmm. I've had maybe three matches on Bumble, Mm -hmm. maybe a few on Hinge, one conversation that went south when I figured out that he didn't want to do the vaccine,
2: mm. mm-hmm.
0: and I just was like, "I I am like no I am nobody wants me right now, like mm. these guys don't want me, my ex doesn't want me, like uh. so I actually deleted I didn't delete that the my profile but I just deleted them off my phone I just like took twenty four hours, and I downloaded them again and he had messaged me, mm. um. And so we chatted back and forth. I went and dropped off my ex's stuff, came home, and then we chatted more. Um, and he just seems like a really, really cool person. He is very in tune with his own struggles, and um, he's sensitive. And you know, um, it's he's been very like asking me questions and wants to know how I'm feeling about things. And I mean, again, <laughs> I'm only talking like about 24 hour window here, but. <laughs> It's, the conversation is so beautiful and fresh and it makes me, whether this guy, whether we even meet or not, it makes me remember that there is this out there. Oh,
1: that's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so happy.
0: So that's guy number two.
1: Yeah. Good so luck I'll, tonight. Yeah, i I'll let you
0: guys know how i go next week. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Guy number three, uh, uh, the guy that I was like, um, <laughs> that I told off via text. Yeah. Um, he texted me today. No. Yeah, I'm going to read the text. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: I have no idea what this is going to say.
0: <laughs> so if you're new, um, I had like a, um, a couple evenings with a guy and he was very, he was a, a more aggressive with me than I would have liked um, in terms of. Some sort EDSM of... BDSM behavior. Yeah, some
1: sort of dumb kind of sexual uh-huh. shit, like hair pulling and yeah, stuff Yeah, when
0: like that. we, like, barely knew each other yeah. and had not even had sex yet. And so it just mm-hmm. made him feel uncomfortable. Plus, he told me he would text me, and then he didn't. And so I just was like, this is not... I can't. Like, mm-hmm. I'm calling him out on it. So then I was basically like, yeah, well, um, <laughs> technology, fast are great, but not when you're saying you're going to do something and don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So he texted me today... He said, um, you guys are going to die. Because
1: oh, no. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited.
0: I enjoy... Not even like, hey, Liana, Okay. I enjoy your energy and would like to jam with you sometime this week if you're available. Hmm. No alcohol. Smiley face.
1: Oh, because you mentioned something about like that you guys had been drinking or something like that? No. No?
0: It's just the last couple times, the two times we had met, we had, had wine. Oh, so I'm not sure why the no alcohol thing. Well, I
1: mean, I think that's, I, in a way, I'm sort of, and this is just me projecting, but like, I'm reading that as like, hey, like, I'm not wanting things to get ahead of where they are. Like, let's just both be ourselves. And if we're feeling each other without booze, then that's a yeah, good Yeah, but fruit. I mean,
0: even with the wine, I mean, we barely drank. Like, it wasn't like, we weren't just over here downing two glasses of wine.
1: Did you have less than two glasses of wine each?
0: We had less than a half a glass each. Oh. Like okay. we barely drank it. Oh. So I well, But but, also, but, but also I mean, also but I understand what you're try- saying. But, but
1: maybe he's trying to actually make you feel safer of like.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean,
1: how do you feel about that is the question.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, it depends on how my FaceTime date goes tonight. Yeah. That's really how it is yep. because Am I lonely? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, is this guy a bad guy? No. Yep. Did he do something that made me feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Have, did I, you, did you have guess- I been able to tell him no? No. Okay, good. So I am open to that possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. I haven't responded yet. I'm not going to respond until yeah. after my, my FaceTime date. It's a good idea. If there's chemistry, I'm probably not going to respond.
1: Good for you. Thank you. If you, I, I, I like, I need to like take you out to a nice dinner if you're able to not respond. Like, just not respond completely. I know. I know that's a big thing. I know. Do you you know that sometimes I like fuck with you on that? Because I, you you told me a long time ago that you always have to send the last text. So sometimes I'll be like, okay, great, see you then, and then and then you'll write back and you'll be like, okay, cool, and then I'll just write back a smiley face. (laughs) I'll try to like, I try to like trap you where like I have to send the last one and there's nothing else you could possibly send.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so funny. You should not have given that away. You I should have d- given that away like 20 years down I've the road. I've been doing
1: that for like months now. <laughs> I mean, not like all the time, but just once in a while. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I'm, I'm trying to get you used to like You don't owe everyone a response.
0: You like, mean I don't have to respond to their goodnight emoji with another emoji? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> that's what I mean.
0: Um, okay.
1: Okay, so that's so number the three. the fourth
0: guy mm-hmm. is wild.
1: Oh, really?
0: I saw my ex-husband...
1: Well, because he still lives in town, so that shouldn't be that exciting. But you haven't seen him in, like, Years. what, a year or two? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so in the, in, so he still lives in the same town, but I didn't, I don't know that. I don't keep tabs on him. That's I never true. know if he, he is remarried. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they've moved on. Yeah. Or if he's still here. I, I purposefully try not to, like, look at sure. her social media. Yeah. So, here's why it's, so crazy my ex is like he should have been a, a detective he was very like conscious of everything around him I mean he was constantly on alert like um if someone looked kind of sketchy he'd kind of like keep. I mean so much so that I, my family and I talk about this all the time he's probably seen us quite a bit and just dodged us
1: oh interesting like
0: he's i'm sure there has to be it's multiple like times dive
1: behind a plant yeah <laughs> yeah
0: like there's probably multiple times where he's seen my dad or my mom or my sister or yeah. whatever right or possibly even me
2: yeah
0: and just been really good about making sure we don't see him yeah um the only other time i saw him since we divorced was um a funny story of me accidentally driving by his house Mm. and um he happened to be standing outside of it and we made eye contact and it was really uncomfortable and then i sent an email and i apologized and he was like yeah i was really off-putting and then i was like wanted to tell him off but then i was like whatever it's not worth it yeah so that was the only other time
1: that's interesting i've only seen him once in the times since 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 you guys were divorced like years ago.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. It, so
1: maybe I, he's, maybe he's diving behind the plant when, when he sees me I, too. I
0: don't really think he goes out that much because yeah, I, I, there's true. a lot, I maybe have heard from two people that they're like, oh, I saw, you yeah. know, your ex. Okay. So I walked to a local grocery store. Um, I was like wanting some fresh air. So I walked myself down there and it's like not very far and I ordered a smoothie and I went in the grocery store and I, they didn't have it ready yet. So I was like just standing around waiting and I saw this guy come out of one of the aisles holding some stuff and I just saw his profile and I was like, oh my gosh, is that him? Well, it's hard to tell now because you have a mask on, right? Oh, yeah. But the glasses were the same. The haircut was similar. He was wearing a flannel, which he normally wears. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like dodged behind like an aisle, and like just kind of peeked my head. Like I kept peeking so my now head you're out. you're the detective, exactly. <laughs> so I kept like kind of like peeking my head out. Anyway, I, long story short is, um, I got my smoothie. I went outside, and they have these like little patio areas, and I sat on a patio table, and I was able to kind of like hide my head under like a hedge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he walked. <laughs> he walked. You're like
1: literally hiding behind. I know. Okay. I <laughs> like i literally just made that up as like a ridiculous thing and here you are peeking out of the hedge
0: so anyway um i had uh by chance found out what type of car he had recently bought because we sh- still went to the same place to get the oils changed on our cars and they pulled up his our account. Yeah, yeah yeah and so i knew like the brand of the car. And so I kind of was like looking to see what he would get into. And sure enough, he got into this brand, but I was still like, there's no way this cannot be him. And then it had like an identifying detail of like a license plate cover.
1: Wow. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, and I watched him drive away and I just, I just, you know, I had to really take it in. Like, how did this make me feel Yeah. like in, you know, seeing him again, and it was like seeing a ghost Mm. because it was someone that i had been in my life for 10 years it was a part of my life that was 10 years long that he's no longer part of my life and it was like seeing a ghost because he is essentially dead to me yeah he cut me out of his life he cut my family out of his life yeah you know and um he looked happy he looked a little love fluff well, extra love fluff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he looked he looked happy, and I just, I had no, I wasn't sad about it. I had no ill feelings towards him. Oh, that's the best. Um, I almost, like, kind of felt like I beat him to his own game a little bit. Like,
1: I, like found, I saw you. I saw
0: you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you didn't see me because I was behind his head.
0: I was hiding behind a plant. Um. Anyway, yeah, it just, like, it still weirds me out to think about that. It.
1: But you know what? That's so beautiful. And I actually weirdly had a smaller version of that where I didn't see the person. But I th- today, I thought of someone who, for years, I haven't been able to think of or, like, see the kind of car that she drove in mm. the same color in the same year without, like, this jolt in my chest. Like, this... Like painful mm. Sinking feeling And I thought of her today And I was like Oh like I don't I didn't feel that mm. feeling Like huh Like and I don't Yeah And like it's so beautiful To be like Oh look at that I'm like Free of this thing Like freer than I thought I was mm-hmm. You know That's yeah. so awesome yeah. yeah And
0: I know someday I'll, I'll get there with my Recent relationship too
1: That is exactly true mm-hmm. Yeah
0: No No so the original plan for this episode was to answer, to talk about our lives. Yep. And to answer your guys' questions. Oh,
1: listener questions.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, we didn't, we, unless you guys want this hour, this episode to be two and a half hours long. <laughs> um, I have an idea. Okay. So the, the questions are so freaking good that they deserve their own episode. And so we promise you that After our interview, we'll come back and we'll do a listener.
1: I would love that.
0: Okay. But let's just do one fun one. Okay, great. And the question is, what are your morning routines, if you have any?
1: Ooh. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah. So my morning routine can, so I, I have been waking up without an alarm clock for like a long time now, Mm -hmm. which has been nice. Like, so like.
0: Wait what? How?
1: I just wake up, like it, and I at what I, time? I wake up early enough that like if, if I wake up like twenty minutes later than I normally do, that's not a problem. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, okay. So like somewhere between like six fifteen and like seven is mm. when I'm like awake.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now the part of my morning routine that I wish I could change is that I I have a bad habit of like dicking around on my phone in bed. For like 20 or 30 minutes. I'm so minutes. bad at that too. I really, really wish I could up, But then, so then I get up, brush my teeth, wash my face, put on clothes, and then I hit my meditation cushion. And I'd like to hit my meditation cushion between 7 and 7.15 because I start work at 8, but sometimes it's like...
0: How hard do you hit it?
1: I... I, I <laughs> I, I, I'm I hitting it with, I'm like dropping it like it's hot onto my <laughs> I'm hitting it with my ass um and uh but a lot of times I only get like 15 or 20 minutes in if I wake up later or whatever um but I shower at night so I don't shower in the morning and uh yeah, that's kind of it. I'm, I'm pretty simple. What, like do I eat, don't, what
0: do you eat for breakfast?
1: Oh, I always eat like mid-morning after I start Oh, you don't even work. eat before? No.
0: Oh, wow. I, I do this thing that.
1: where after I brush my teeth, I drink a full glass of cold water mm-hmm. from the sink. I feel like that mm-hmm. helps. Okay. I don't know. But yeah, I don't, I don't eat right away. I like to eat... Uh, I do... I've been making steel-cut oats in my like mm. knockoff Instant Pot that your mom mm. bought me from the garage sale. Um with pumpkin
0: Mm. it's really
1: good um okay what's yours
0: so i um if i unless i don't have anything i'll set an alarm for you about 7 30 and which is like kind of early early for me but i'm starting to especially with the surgery of waking up like i'm just ready to get out of bed like it's just so uncomfortable to be laying there for so long so I'll wake up anywhere between 7 and 7.45. And the first thing I do is look at my phone. Helps me wake up. Mm -hmm. um, Check my emails. Check my text messages. See what time it is. And then I get up. Brush my teeth. And I make my morning beverage. Which I can no longer do a full cup of coffee. But I can still do some coffee. And so to have the fulfillment of like I'm drinking a full cup of coffee, what I've done is I've created my own beverage. Really? Yes.
1: Okay. So
0: I make a cup of coffee, Uh but then I own, I pour out half of it into my mom's cup. So she gets the rest of whatever it is. And then I boil some water and I make a peppermint tea inside of the half cup of coffee.
1: So it's like a minty coffee
0: It's like a minty diluted tea coffee And I use pea milk Because I can't do regular milk uh-huh. Pea milk is my favorite type of milk Really? Because it's um, thicker And to me it has the best taste
1: uh, But I wonder if it's higher protein
0: It is definitely higher protein
1: mm-hmm.
0: So um, I've been
1: doing oat milk recently
0: <clears throat> I like oat milk Oat milk has a lot of fat though Oh okay yeah, um, so, but yes, oat milk and pea milk are my favorite non-dairy milks. Mm-hmm. So once I have my beverage, I'll usually, I have to eat pretty soon from when I wake up. I'm a little hypoglycemic. Mm-hmm. So if I don't eat, I feel like I'm gonna throw up or I feel kind of like lightheaded. Um, so I'll either do like a protein bar or um, like something quick that I can just take with me and then I go back to my bed and I get back in bed Mm-hmm. And I do my morning gratitude journal. Mm. And then I get my laptop and I read through my morning alignment, which is something that um, I learned to do with my coaching program with Dr. Morgan.
1: Now, where do you get the morning alignment? You,
0: I created it. You create it. So it's um. it's a document on my computer. Oh, I see. And um, it's a basically I it's where i am. it's it's how i see myself and it's mm-hmm. it's that rewiring of your belief system and so you're reading you're reading through what your life looks like what mm-hmm. you want it to look like and but you're believing it as that is your life mm. there's pictures on it of things you want in your life Mm -hmm. Um, There's quotes of things that inspire you. And -hmm. then there's an affirmation section and all that. So, And it's constantly changing. Something I do is I'll sit there and I'll be like, oh, I don't really, I'm going to add this or whatever. That's how it keeps it.
1: Oh, that's cool. It's how it keeps it fresh for me.
0: So it's constantly changing. Um, And then after I do that, I usually start doing some work on social media or for the podcast or for... um, like any training i need done i i'm not i'm not really a showerer until about like noon or one
1: really okay yeah i
0: got so used to working out noon is like my prime time working out Mm. like if i can work out every day at noon that's what i would do oh that's cool um so that's then when i've learned to shower yeah that's why after that point yeah Yeah. at night yeah it's
1: after i work out yeah exactly
0: so um yeah and then every day is different for me my schedule's always changing so then it just kind of depends on where the morning goes from there
1: wait so i want to share two things one my version of your alignment thing right so the type of meditation i do is like it's a very particular kind of body scan is the mainstay of the practice but then in the last few minutes i do a loving kindness meditation mm, which yes. like is really nice yeah, yeah
0: oh i love that yeah
1: where you kind of give like loving kindness energy to yourself mm-hmm by sort of like saying these sort of like mantra type things, and then kind of giving it outward mm-hmm. and stuff to other people. It's yeah, lucky.
0: Dr. Morgan does a self compassion meditation. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's really beautiful. The
1: other thing that's uh, I I highly recommend for everyone's morning routine is um, subscribe to the NPR Up First podcast. Mm. And like, so like every morning, like as I wake up, I've got like the notification on my phone of like. You know, it, it hits your phone at like five or six a.m. or whatever, and it's like a fifteen-minute, just like review of the important news from yesterday and so. Oh,
0: like I love that.
1: And it's like NPR, so it's like very like calm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like today breaking news like blah blah blah. You know, it's like it's just like chill.
0: and yesterday and yes, President like, Biden. <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
1: Not quite like that, but same thing. <laughs>
0: anyway so thank you for asking yeah, that question thank
1: you for the questions hit us with more you've got some time yeah so now. i
0: guess now you have another week or so yeah. <laughs> i'm so sorry you guys <laughs> just look you, know. you had surgery
1: yeah we're you both just never through things. know what's gonna happen so we're doing our best
0: yeah i'll just i'll dm you all personally unless you know it'll be just a little bit longer yes okay all right you guys well um thank you for listening
1: oh gratitudes
0: Oh my goodness. Why am I the worst at this? It's okay. I just talked about doing a gratitude journal. Okay. Gratitude. Um, I am really grateful for the things that come into my life when I really, really, really need them
2: Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: that just help me get out of that pain. Yeah. You know, and that could be that could go really deep or that could be very superficial you know it could be a check that comes in right when i need it you know or this guy that i have no idea if there's gonna be any chemistry with but he's like saved me today yeah you know something like
1: that that's awesome i am grateful for um i'll say like going back to when i was skiing so for like the first two days i like didn't really fall at all And then the third day on my actual birthday, there was like fresh powder, like it had snowed and I've never really skied in powder before, Mm. which is like a totally different thing. And so like right at the beginning of the day, I ate it so hard. Like, and like, thank God I rented a helmet Mm. when I rented my skis cuz I would have like concussed myself bad oh. like my head slammed on the ground like really hard and I was like holy shit thank god for this helmet. Um so I'm so I guess I'm grateful for the helmet, but I'm also grateful cuz like after that I was just like I had I cuz I'd never skied in powder and I just got so excited about it, it was so different and so fun that I was just like <laughs> like trying stuff that I probably totally shouldn't have been. So I fell like 20 times on my last day of skiing. And I'm just like really grateful mm. that I was like able to be like, I'm just gonna go for this and like, who cares? You know? Yeah. And you fall and like, the, you're like right under where the lift is going and you're like worried about like who's looking and whatever. But I was just like, I was just playing and I was unafraid for my body and stuff like that. And so mm. I was really grateful for that.
0: That's really nice friend. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's, there's nothing like not feeling fear. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. just going for it.
1: Just feeling free and it's fun yeah. and you're like, whatever, you know? Yeah, you're in the present moment.
0: Like. I, I should still feel some fear right now about yes. not skiing. Yes. <laughs> Don't go skiing for
1: the love of God.
0: <sighs> okay. Well, that's it. So make sure to head over to our website, com. You can find our patreon link there yes you can also go to patreon.com slash hello and podcast um if you feel compelled subscribe yeah three bucks a month anything helps and um and then you can find the rest of the links social sponsors everything on that website find us on instagram at hello goodbye podcast at underscore lana and joan at the real jared rodriguez um and subscribe review
1: Rate. Right. Right. Tell a friend. Tell a friend.
0: You're so much better at this part. No, you're great. And uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.